Hi, welcome back to Hummingbird's Nest. Uh, thank you for having me. As requested, many people asked me to talk about uh, mental health, uh, basically, and the mental health that I have gone through in my life because it is Mental Health Awareness Month and it's something we need to talk about. I know that's sensitive to some of my support system and they don't like me talking about it, but I do because if it takes me being transparent and it, if it takes me being vulnerable to show what I've been through and what I go through and what I live with to teach and to help other people, then that's what I have to do. So what I'm giving you today is a speech that I've given about my PTSD, which I call changing the meaning. P-T-S-D. Simple, four letters. PTSD stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. The Mayo Clinic defines post-traumatic stress disorder as a mental condition triggered by a ter terrifying event, either experiencing it, witnessing it. Symptoms may include flashbacks, nightmares, severe anxiety, as well as uncontrollable controllable thoughts about the event. I was first diagnosed with PTSD in early 2003, a year after I was hit on the driver's side of my car by a train. I almost died. And due to that, uh, my brain did something I didn't know it was doing. And it was going through the trauma. Even though it's healing physically, it still went through quite a bit of trauma. My symptoms started with nightmares. And then insomnia. And then severe panic attacks. And at one point, I stopped sleeping for days at a time. Tried to get rid of nightmares and self-medicate with alcohol. But I've never been a drinker, so my binge didn't last very long, fortunately for me. And it wasn't easy. It's hiding an illness like PTSD is not easy. And the reason I hit it is when I was first diagnosed, I told somebody, I told a coworker, and he made fun of me. He said, "You're you're not like those soldiers. You're, I don't know what what they were telling you, but that's not true. That's what he said to me. So, I hit it, and it hiding it is is tough because it looks like depression. It looks like bipolar illness. It, it's some people are just weird people don't, you can't explain to people why you're sleeping want to sleep during the day because you're not sleeping at night and what why you're so exhausted or what triggers you and how to explain triggers to people it it's still very difficult to explain some of those triggers what what triggers that you know it, it's not really your fault it's just a trigger and the way you behave because of it and the way people react was always negatively. So I just stayed hidden with it. How do you define this illness that you do not even understand yourself? So the way I describe like PTSD in my head is you imagine you have a bowl. And then you put, let's say, a big ball of yarn in that bowl. Big ball of yarn in that bowl. That represents your brain. 
And then we'll sprinkle a little dirt on top of that. Okay, this is the memories. Good and bad. Memories, good and bad, goes in all the crevices. And then we have a hundred of arrows. This represents events of daily life. Things you have to do every day, things that, that are needed of you, including brushing your teeth, showering, just everyday things. Next, I want you to put a thousand push pins into that. These are all the triggers that may set me off at any point. And then around the edge, there are these millions of eyeballs. All the people watching you, the people over your shoulder, the people judging you, the people expecting things from you. And then you sprinkle water to top to fill in all the things that we must contain in our head. And then we cover that bowl. Because the cover is the mask that we put on. Because we're supposed to act normal in our lives and not have this thing. And every day I wake up with that in my head and that filled in my head. And it is a struggle some days. But most days... I've gotten through it and most days I make the best of them and I don't let all those things in that bowl bother me. It's often stated when you go through tragedy and pain that you find out who your friends are and, and this is so accurate. People mean well but like most people you become forgotten and as time goes on they're like you know this thing about you getting hit by a friend not just it's not a cool thing anymore. It's like, oh, she survived that. Okay, oh well. You know, it, it's not important. And that's where the true friends come in. I hid this illness for about 10 years until I did open up to my best friend, who I met actually after my accident and after I was diagnosed with PTSD. And I told her after she witnessed the episode that I had. And in that moment, she just embraced me and she let me know that her friendship, her love for me was unconditional. She has shown me through all these years that, that her words are exactly what she says here. The day I told Michelle about this, it like opened up doors for me because talking about it finally, it just freed the secret I had for so long. And so I started telling other people and the reaction wasn't as negative as I thought it would be. It was actually came out very positively. And it freed something inside me that told me I need to talk more about this. The biggest lesson that I've learned is that taking control of an illness is not just educating myself and learning more, but educating others. Because an illness especially a mental illness, doesn't affect one person. It affects all the people around that person. I know everyone may not understand what PTSD is or, or want to understand it. And people misuse the term all the time. And truthfully, it is tough to explain the symptoms and the effects that PTSD has on a person. But I will not use PTSD as an excuse, and my actions are my own. I control it, it does not control me. My PTSD story is personal, and I feel in order to help others, I must be transparent, I must be vulnerable to tell my story and my journey with this illness that I'll have for the rest of my life. My advice is this, to those who have loved ones and friends with this illness, 
I want you to think about this. We do not need you to understand exactly how we feel. But understand, we are going through something very complex, something very unexplainable. So don't tell us to get over it or say, oh, everyone feels that way. You just have to listen. You have to allow us to cry and scream and be quiet in those moments with us. Be supportive and be positive and be patient. And to those who have PTSD, be patient, be positive, and know you are not alone. You do not need to take no or never for an answer. People with PTSD come from all walks of life, and we all live with it differently. And if I can find a way to live with this horrible illness, you can too. It's one step at a time. It's not suffering from it. It's living with it. Whether your step is an inch or a foot, it's going to be okay. As long as you're going forward, you're making the proper efforts to, to be able to take control. I promise you that you're going to be okay. And I propose this. Instead of PTSD, I'm going to change the meaning. I'm going to change the narrative of this. And we're going to call post-traumatic stress syndrome. We're going to change that post-traumatic stress disorder I'm sorry and let's call it this let's call it positivity let's call it toughness let's call it strength and let's call it determination because even if it is a complicated illness we can define what it is any type of mental illness you do not have to suffer from it you can live with it redefine it for you make it work for you be happy because you can it takes just a little bit every day of positivity I've done it you know I still have my moments but every day I'm grateful that I have this lesson that I've learned so live with it don't suffer from it thank you